You're listening to the Arisha Wisdom Podcast, episode 93. Welcome to the Arisha Wisdom Podcast, where growth and spirituality create an enhanced life's journey. Balancing life with the wisdom of Egun, Ifa, and Arisha in our everyday lives. I am your host, Yvonne. Welcome to the Arisha Wisdom Podcast. I am your host, Yvonne. Thank you for spending some of your time with me to talk about all things Egung, Orisha, spirituality, and growth. This is going to be an interesting episode because there is going to be a particular section in at closer to the end where it is not appropriate for young children to hear. There will be some interesting verbiage there. So if you have little ones at the end, it's going to have to do something with a letter. You are going to close their ears. (laughs) But in the meantime, this is going to be good. Grab a cup of coffee, tea. I have water here. And let's begin this conversation. We are in the beginning of 2023. A lot of people are still soul searching, still trying to get their bearings on their new year. And that means reflecting. Some of us are in a different stage altogether. And this episode I am going to dedicate to anyone who is in any kind of trenches right now and you're looking to be whole again. You're looking for healing again. You're looking to grasp some fresh air. This episode is for you. I have a lot of notes here, so you're probably going to hear the rustling of papers and but just know that my heart is with all of you because I get it. After the new phase video and forward, obviously, topics have been a little serious. Um that's me adjusting the mic. I'm sorry but important. A lot of folks have asked and, you know, they've asked how can we help and and are praying for healing for me. And I am so grateful to all of you who have done that for me. I recently, literally, recently, probably within the week, have begun to respond to comments, encouraging comments, thoughts, all kinds of things. So I am just starting to respond. I wanted to tell you all, thank you for your thoughts, your prayers, your sentiments, really. So I decided that also as a thank you, I am going to respond to you all with some tools that I have employed to start. And I mean to start to be whole. 
And I think I, if you have not seen my YouTube, I am working hard to put more content on, out there. And as I'm planning for this episode, I said, you know, am I whole? <laughs> no, not even close. But I did say that I was going to share my journey with you so that maybe, I don't know, we could do it together or you don't have to do the mess ups that I did so that your ride could be a little bit smoother. I I just want you to know that healing and awareness of becoming whole again it's going to be an ongoing journey. I was going to say battle, but it doesn't have to be rough. But it is, it, it can sometimes be an uphill. But these are some tools that worked for me. When 2022 opened up, it was just another year. And, you know, it's a year, we're going to conquer, we're going to do it all. Yay, very exciting, right? I didn't know what was waiting for me because dang it, January just started with a bang and not a good one either. And it just kept getting worse and worse and worse. But there were challenges that were around beforehand. And by that time, by, you know, the first, you know, Council of Elders disaster from last year, I was going to the gym often. I'm telling you, I was really gung-ho, even if it was 20 minutes. I was in the gym like four to seven days a week. And no, it's not an expensive gym. It's a local YMCA. And I would go there and take my kids when I could. But I would go there myself at least four to seven days a week. And I wanted to work to be a lifeguard. I remember that was a goal. That was something that I was going to do because I work with Cub Scouts and that was up. They having a shortage and I was working to do this. My marriage was tense, but in my mind, a true marriage will face any adversity head on and just think about it. This is the same person who once when I lost my job, I was let go once. And I remember I was so like, oh my God, what's going to happen? And I'm in tears and I just, you know, it sucks when you're let, you know, when you are let go. And this is the same person who's like, no, don't worry. My arms are big enough for the both of us. And it was very comforting. I remember. And I'm like, there's no way that anything bad is going to happen to my marriage. I mean, I never, ever, ever would have imagined what would come out from there. The strain of living within Egbeag Belebutioshe pulled on my very being. So we are going to talk about some of the tools that over time and now I put in place and lessons in the self-love department, which I am still not <laughs> adept in. Oh, I have so much work to do in that area. However, I am working on this and working on me. But before that, guess what? We have a sponsor you haven't heard in a while. 
This episode is being brought to you by your virtual Elay, and it is so new. We are currently looking for its founding members. If you are looking for a spiritual home and don't have one yet and want to be part of something, make your virtual Elay your home until you find your physical home. Who is this for? This is for any Alejos, Aborishas, or priests who are looking for community. This is a safe space to start discussing and learning about Egons, about Orishas, and how these lessons relate to our lives now. This is crucial for those who do not know someone or for those who do know some people but haven't quite found their tribe yet. We are in the forming stages as the founding members and it is you as a founding member who will give the feedback and lay the groundwork and foundation for a community for many to come in the future. Yes from the tone and the energy and the vibe of this space. For details, go to orishawisdom.com forward slash Yvonne and click on the image that says your virtual Ile and come home to your community. Yes, I am so excited. We're finally getting back into things. And if you are part of your virtual relay, there are very, very separate communications, very safe space where we can discuss and apply and no judgment there. So I am looking forward to finally complete the 27 founding members so that we can get going and really get that community off the ground. So go to arishawisdom.com forward slash Yvonne. Now we are about to get into this episode. Yeah, we are going to get started in no particular order. If you feel or think or have been told that you do not make good choices or that your ori is not straight, hmm. then pray daily and feed your ori. People are going to be like, oh my God, I just can't do it. Oh my God. People are going to be freaking out. So before my priests go on freak out mode, it could be as simple as, Ori, I am praying to you to align me to my destiny. I give you water, seriously, cool water. Put that on your head. And I thank you for a cool head. Simple, right? I know actually some people who do this in the shower. They try to put the water a little bit cool. And, you know, as this water runs through my head, may it cool me, blah, blah, blah. I actually know people who, who've been doing this for a long, long time. And I'm like, huh, that's kind of cool, actually. A lot of people use other things to put on their heads. Um, I know that they put, uh, oh my God, um, cocoa butter, cacao. They put cocoa butter, they put shea butter, they put those kinds of things, just little things on your head. And it doesn't have to be a full ori prayer in Yoruba. Nope. Ori. I am, you know, praying to you. I am putting cool water on, on, on your head, on you. 
guide me, protect me, take me to my destiny. It is you who makes that happen. And you start from something very simple, very, very simple. But it will have a lot of weight. Now, for all of you priests, rogations might be good. And if you have itas, as you know, there may be things on your ita, feed your head constantly, this, this, that. Then you follow your itas. And you pray in the present time for what you want to help, well, or read to help you with. So in front of me, I have a glass of water. I really want a glass of water. And I don't have a glass of water. And the prayer would be, Ori, I thank you for a glass of water. May it always keep me satiated and hydrated and looking all fabulous so that I can, you know, be my awesome self. Pray in that. Do not pray as, oh my God, I really want a cup of water because I don't have it. Because that is almost double negating the energy and that is not where you want to grow. So I just want to make sure that I'm looking at all my notes. Where's my pen? Because sometimes I need to cross things out. If you're using, for example, cacao, cocoa butter and shea butter and those kinds of things, you can pray, of course, for a calm demeanor, a great marriage. You can add and you can pray, um, you know, for a healthy body. A lot of us need help in the health department, you know. Thank you for, I am, you know, Ari, thank you for me being in the healthiest for my age. And I just feel awesome all the time. I'm energized. I take all my vitamins. My body absorbs everything well. I am healthy and I'm grateful. I've mentioned this in past podcasts. I don't know how it works. I'm sorry. I don't know the magic of it all. But to me, it's like magic, like magic. Why? Because when you put this energy out into the universe, your Ori is like, okay, okay, beep, beep, beep. My person needs to be healthy and we are going to the store. And normally you would look at whatever chocolate bars and Ori is like, beep, beep. She says she's healthy, so we're not wanting that. We're going to get kale chips instead. Or we're going to cook from home. And I don't know how it works. It just does. Your mind just starts going into the direction of the thing that you're already grateful for. Uh, Again, I don't know. It's like a car. I don't know how the inside parts work. But when I turn on the car, I need it to turn on. This works. This absolutely works. When you are doing this, You are in meditative or semi-meditative state. You don't need more than five to 30 minutes. It doesn't have to be that long and you can work your way up. For you priests, I would suggest, you know, a time for just you. You don't even need a candle, just 
water. You can do your omitutus, your mojubas. I am sure that you can speak to your elders for some type of ori prayer that would be okay for your ile or for your section or something that you need to discuss it with somebody. Go into meditation affirmations. What I ask from all alejos, aborishas, priests is to be still and listen. And I will say this, you might feel like a fool, but once you begin, you're going to notice small differences which are going to add up. Now, I asked permission, but I am so happy for my friend Veronica to help me with this because I was going to, this is, she didn't know anything that was going on with me personally other than hair, TV, parenting, Cub Scouts, food, hair, and more hair. We share a love of girls. And um, I was like, you know, I really need to make better decisions. I understand that it didn't start in the best place possible, but I remember we were meeting every morning prior to work and we would meditate and we would do that routine. Omitutu mojuba, right? Then we would do several prayers that were sanctioned by the Egbe and we would end with Ori prayers and we would do meditations and affirmations. And the affirmations were, were done in the way that I said, Ori, I thank you for blah, 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 because of blah, 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 blah. So we did the example of water. Ori, I am grateful for a cool glass of water because I need to stay hydrated. And now I'm super hydrated. I look all nice and delicious and I'm satiated and I'm not eating junk because, you know, my stomach is full. Thank you. And we would continue. We would alternate her and I. And I remember I didn't want to do it some mornings and she would be calling me. So I'm really grateful. I believe she still does this practice. Um, I don't do it as often. We used to do it every day. She still does it. And I'm very grateful because nobody taught her that routine. And it was so helpful. I'm trying to remember. I think we got started on this in 2020. She'll have to correct me. But I think that it was done that far and we did it for months. And I remember I didn't want to do it some mornings and... I'm I'm glad that she was able to call me anyway. And we did it. And sometimes we would do express versions that we didn't do a whole bunch of prayers, but it would just be like omitutu mojuba, one or prayer, affirmations, and the end. But we would do it. And it sounds like a lot, but it really isn't. Wherever Whatever platform you're listening to this, if you have questions, I am more than happy to answer or maybe bring a friend along who is the one who helped me to get this started. So I'm really, really grateful. I put here affirmations. There's going to be something at the very end of this episode. I'm going to leave that there, but I'm going to warn you that it's coming, but it's a good warning. Because I want you to be able to listen 
to an advice that I listened to so that you could create your own. Now let's talk about a tool that I found very helpful. In when you're in the trenches, you need something. And you are probably a person who has heard the saying that motivation isn't everything, but it, it kind of jumpstarts the car so that you can begin to function. When it comes to YouTube or any type of content, the things that you consume will help to make you, will confirm what you believe, will make a difference. There were some days that I felt or was helped to feel crappy. Some days I went through first class pity party. So I began to listen to motivational videos in the morning. And um, here's the tip that I didn't write in my notes, but in my, I have an Android phone and in my Android phone, you can set it up that if you say something like good morning, a trail of events will happen. So it, uh, at that point, my phone's nickname was La Madre is a joke about that in the house. And it says, good morning, La Madre. You are an awesome and formidable woman. Time to rise and, you know, something like, you know, and, and make another day and make it come true, something like that. And then it would open up YouTube. But YouTube learns what you watch and it would put on, usually in the beginning, it would open up with videos that were suggested to me and those were motivational videos. So as I was, you know, washing my face, going to the bathroom, doing those things, I would have my earbuds because we were very, I would wake up like very early and I didn't want to disturb anyone and I would listen to motivational videos and I am very much a fan of that. And another thing I wrote down, I purchased a headband that has a headphone. It was less than 20 bucks. You can find it on Amazon. And I would play affirmations while I slept from YouTube with sound. I am worthy. I am abundant. I am healthy, stuff like that. There are a lot of I am affirmations that play throughout the night. So I would be listening to that at night. I don't know if it helped or not. I think it did. I just don't know because I was sleeping, but anything at this point. I was ready to throw the kitchen sink to it. There are days that you won't want to. That's right. You're not going to want to. You might want not to do anything. If you suffer from anxiety or depression or, you know, you just feel bad, you're just not going to want to. This is when you need this the most. Your brain is built to protect you to no pain. So instead of watching a video to get yourself worth up, of course, you're going to want to watch a cat video and you're going to watch, you know, all kinds of other things. But if you start watching whatever YouTube suggests to give you relief, 
I understand. So if you want to watch a fun cat video or a meme, lately I've been watching a lot of that Leo guy who's always watching TV. I don't know where he finds all these commercials. It's hysterical. But if it makes you laugh and it lifts up your soul, I understand. You, however, are worth so much more than the crap that others may present you as. Your egos really, really want much more for you. Here's another one, and I'm still learning this one. Ask for help. In the spiritual for me was tricky since I got to the point of I have no one. And I wasn't going to go to my husband. I sure as hell wasn't going to go to Irma. I was not going to go to Maryland. So that's it. I was what I thought was alone. So since I still believed that I did not want to break those rules, I was stuck and it was hard. But my salvation was the feeling of freedom from seeing the truth. Remember the truth revealing scene in the movie, The Matrix, where Neo wants to know the truth. So when he's told by Morpheus of how the world really is, Neo can't believe it. And I think it was like a a different type of simulation and he gets out and he pukes. He's like, oh my God, this is not what I thought the world was going to be. But you might need help in seeing either yourself or the world around you in a different way. There was a major event which changed me in 2019, and I felt like shiitake mushrooms. So since I was such a bitch, I went straight into counseling after that. I went for months. This is where I begin to learn the idea of personal boundaries. Huh, who knew? In short, if I am hungry, if I am tired, if I don't get sleep or rest, I am not going to be able to give my best to myself or anyone else around me. I cannot allow anyone to not tell me to, you know, not rest or to keep working when I'm tired. And in no event for like 16 hours, almost straight, it was hard. Get help on what you feel you need help with. And be open to listen, because the answer may be different than what you thought it would be. I hired this therapist, and I remember, because she asked me much later last year, she asked me this question. Do you remember what you hired me for? She asked me, and I said, yeah, fix me, because I'm effed up. I remember that's what I said, because I need fixing. And the answer after all that process was not that, but proper boundaries. If I am well fed, if I am properly rested, if, you know, that means resting my body by being sleep, then I can do good for other people. This is where I'm more patient. This is where I'm kinder. But when those needs are not met, oh, 
that's not going to be good for you or anybody around me. This is when I begin with boundaries, which of course is not how things were in my life at that time. And a new conflict was created, but in truth, I had to understand that this is what I needed help in. So get help. Go to find a good therapist. There's so many now. Go to a doctor, etc. Go to a priest and be honest when you go for help. Don't omit anything. Be vulnerable, honest, raw. Because when you do that, you're going to get the best possible help. And understand that the help that you get may not be exactly what you thought you were going to get as help, but help will come. Speak to, find, get your tribe. This is another point. Speak to, that's what I wrote, find your tribe. This one I did not do until last year. I kept everything to myself. I I was embarrassed. Did I speak with people on the phone? Yeah. I mean, I have a friend that we would talk often. I swear we would talk about curly hair, kids, shows, lots of shows, books. We would talk about books. We would talk about activities. But she had no idea about anything that I was going through. Not a thing. I had another one, and we would talk about Alejo's 101. We would talk about podcasting. We would talk about his spiritual journey. We would talk about other things, but never about the help that I needed. I wouldn't talk. I have another friend that we would talk about the group. We would talk about sublimation. We would talk about exercising. We would talk about food, kids, never. I would talk to my aunt, and yes, I would talk to her because I felt safe with her, and I did speak more with her, but I wasn't fully honest so that I did not worry her. This is what I found out. If you do not open up, you will never get help. I wrote down here a story. I'm sure you've heard about it. There are different versions of this story. It's basically there was a flooding and this pastor was very, very devout. And the pastor said, I'm going to pray to God for help. So dear Jesus, please help me. The church is flooding. Help, help, help. So this dude comes over in this rinky-dinky lancha, I don't know, like a little speedboat. And he is fervently praying. He goes, don't worry about it. Thank you, my brother, but God is going to help me. So the guy leaves. Then this other one comes in like a tiny little boat. Hey, pastor so-and-so, come on, it's starting to get really, really wet. No, 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 don't worry about it. God is going to save me. A third person came, same response. So at the end, the guy is literally in the top of the roof. The flood comes and he drowns. He goes to heaven. He's like, God, like, what's up? I was praying to you. You were supposed to save me and now I'm dead. And God is like, dude, I sent you three people to try to rescue you. You didn't do it. So now we're going to be hanging out together here. So if you do not ask for help and are open to it, you might not get the help and you will be stuck right there. When you first share 
what you are going through. I promise certain things you're going to be feeling. Maybe, maybe not, but this is what I felt. One, I felt shame and anger, and I felt naked, and I felt sad, and those are just some of the emotions that I can start with. And what I can tell you is that it's okay. God, Egun, Orisha has a plan for you if you ask. Help will definitely come. Last year, my husband stopped helping financially. And I mean fully. The last time I received any help from him was in March. So April and so forth, you know, nothing. So even when Irma, which is my former godmother, was staying in her own house that we all bought together for the summer, they lived there basically for free. She paid for half the mortgage, but I paid for more than the mortgage. I paid for half the mortgage, all of the bills that they had, and in two places by myself because, you know, I'm a secretary by trade. I'm not rich. And they left all the bills to me in that house. Mind you, they were living there. And I fell into despair because I now have a rental, which I have to pay rent for and the bills there as well. I was, I didn't write it down because I'm remembering that I just was always, I felt like I was bleeding financially. And this is when a personal loan happened. And in order for me to pay the rent, because that is what I needed, because I was dying and I didn't have the money, but I couldn't be in my home. And uh, I, when I tell you that I was more than scraping by, but I asked for help. I did. And three people later, help arrived. So ask for help. Find your tribe. Do not feel shame. Will you feel it? Yeah, you're going to feel it. How did I get myself into this? I should have known better. I know you're going to go there. As much as I tell you don't do it, you're going to do it. But try to understand that this is just where you were. You made the decisions that you made with the information that you had. Show a little self-nurture even on those great days that you're beating yourself up because you did the best that you could with what you had. Something that I was told recently, I wrote it down and it said, we all travel in seasons. There is a season to give and a season to receive. That was hard because I'm the one who likes to give. I like to donate. I like to volunteer. I like to do those things. But being on the receiving end is hard. It's really hard. Find your tribe. People have different fortes. You might have somebody who's willing to listen and not judge you. 
you might have somebody who's going to make you laugh. The moment you get on the phone with this person, you know you're going to be in stitches. That is a person that's part of your tribe. There's a person who might be a great informational person. Oh, you need this. Have you heard of this? Have you heard of that? You know, somebody told me about this. We need those people. They're part of your tribe. You may have somebody who doesn't have any means of helping you, but... They have a great means of praying for you and they will pray. Everything is helpful. Find your tribe. Don't be afraid of reaching out. Some people may just be waiting for you to reach out to them. This portion, I actually have it with stars around it. Start or strengthen your relationship with ego, not just any egoons, your egoons. In Lukumi, before Ocha, you get at least three misas. I was told that I did not have any anaurons, and I only got one misa, and the coronation, which was the same one misa, and... The only people there were my husband and Irma. So if anybody else is coming to say that that's not true, that they were there, you know you weren't. I still have the notes of the people who were there, and I still have the notes from that Misa. It was just them two, and I thought, you know, since my husband is a medium, this is going to work well. Okay. And he says, this is fine. We're going to do it that way. My godmother's there, and you're placing yourself in the hands of someone else for your spirituality and your life. So you're going to trust that they know what they're doing. It's like uh, you're going to a doctor. You're going to trust that they know what they're doing so that you, when you go for help, they're going to help, you know, give you the proper medicine and the proper diagnosis. I was in that same boat. So when they tell me that I do not have any anaurons, shoot, I believed it. And I was very sad and remember what I said, for those of you who are going to say, that's not true, she's lying. You were not there. You were not there to say that. Don't do what I did. I actually wrote this down and I'm pausing because I know what that means. I really did believe that I did not have a spiritual frame or a spiritual court because honestly, that is a lie. I wanted to give a shout out to Tata Macho. Yes, I have his permission to give him kudos on the podcast. And I will always be grateful to him for two very big things. And this was one of them. As I am searching for help and asking questions, I was referred to him. And we're chit-chatting and, you know, he asked me a million questions. I responded. Of course, this guy was literally screaming, having a heart attack. I think he was going to have a coronary on the phone. But he gave me a piece of advice that mwah, I thank you for. So I'm going to do what I do, which means I'm going to share it with you. Here is the advice. He asked me, do you have a boveda? I was like, no, we don't really have to have them. Oh, my God, he's screaming. I mean, <laughs> when he hears this, he's going to be like, yep, that's true. He was screaming on the phone. How could you not have a boveda? I'm like, it's not necessary in the egg bay. It's like, what the hell is wrong with those people? Oh, my God, it was hysterical. 
he's very comical, but he knows his stuff. So between him and I didn't get permission, there's another Tata present in that conversation. They responded to me with family alone. In order for you to be listening, you have to have had a father and a mother. That father had a father and a mother. Your mother had a father and a mother. Each of your grandparents had a father and a mother. And if you really look at it, we're not talking aunts. We're not talking cousins, brothers, siblings. You have about 256 relatives to start with. Yeah. And many can go even back. So, That's just on the Egon side, okay? Just on the Egon side, oh boy, oh boy. You are going to be, yeah. You're going to be busy with a lot of your family Egons. So we are going to start on, some people are like, well, I'm not Lukumi, I'm Isheshe. Having a boba that has nothing to do with being a shisha or not. It just has to do with the spiritismo. And I'm so glad that he took the time. And I remember the instructions were given like in five minutes, maybe less. Very quick. I got it. So I'm going to lengthen things for you. Whether you start with Lukumi or not, I highly and strongly encourage all everybody to do what is called, if you do not have a boveda already, to elevate or to lift a boveda for you Spanish-speaking folks, a levantar una boveda. Let's lift it. When you do this, you will have a spot in your home. Please not your bedroom. And I'm not a fan of keeping this in the bathroom. I am sure that they don't want to see you peeing, pooping, or naked. Just saying. A huge, like I said, a huge, huge thanks to Tata Macho for this. The instructions were simple, but they were so helpful. So I'm going to tell you what he shared. Not going to be in order. So as we're going through it, jot it down or save this podcast so that you can go back to it. One, get a piece of plywood. Doesn't have to be plywood, but that's what he said. It could be You know what it could be also? Like the top of a lid of a bin because it's sturdy. That's what you're looking for, sturdy and lightweight. You're going to get books or notebooks of the same size. You'll see what it's for. You can go to the Dollar Tree dollar store for glasses. Now, he told me to start with seven. And I remember I started with seven. However, with this instruction, I am going to suggest three. Three small glasses and one big one. The big one should be like a chalice, like a copa, like one of those, like a wine thingy, something like that. I would start with that. That is taller than the other three. You're going to need white clothes. You're going to need white head cover. You're going to need a small little bell. You're going to need white candle. They could be penny candles. Like I remember I bought a box of little, little Thin penny candles. They weren't even penny candles. They were much thinner than that. Uh, white tablecloth, cascarilla, important. Incense. Don't overcomplicate it. Frankincense and myrrh. Everybody can get that. If you don't have it, frankincense alone, you'll be fine. A white bath. There are a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of recipes, but simple. Florida water, holy water, water, 
milk. If you have different types of milk, rice milk, goat milk, great. But I didn't have that. So I just used white milk. I remember also putting cacao butter on it and Colonia 1800 just because, dang it, I love the way that thing smells. And white flowers are desired so that you can grab the petals and you can scrunch them into the bath. I remember I did not have those um, on this on some days, but I, I started from when I started and I added that on later. Okay, you're also going to need Alan Kardec's book of collection of prayers. You're going to need that. But again, if you're starting today, you can order whatever it is today and start today and not use it. This is going to be a nine day process. Okay. Now, I did write a note that there are different instructions on elevating a bovida. So I just got a simple one for everybody to do, which is what he gave me. But don't let that delay you, okay? So day number one, you are going to lay down the plywood or the heart, whatever it is, like the lid or the cover, and you're going to put a white tablecloth on top of it. You're going to wash the glasses. You're going to let them dry. You're going to put a little bit of water, Florida water, holy water, and you're going to kind of swish that in. You're going to rinse it again, and you're going to fill with cool water. The big glass, everything goes, you know, the same. And you're going to put the big glass in the center. Oh, you're also going to need a crucifix at some point. The glass, the big glass, the cup, the chalice goes in the center. And the three cups are going to, the three glasses are going to go around it. Some people just start with that one. Some people start with just one glass and it's okay. Okay. I want to make sure you're going to surround the big glass. Okay. You're going to put the crucifix on top. You're going to lay it on top. If anything, you're going to put into that boveda. You're going to wash with holy water, um, the, the Colonia 1800, the Florida water. Everything is going to be ritually for that and that purpose only. Okay? Then you're going to prepare a white bath. Like I said, many recipes online. Do whatever needs to be done for you, for what you have. You work with what you have at the moment, if that is what you need to do. You're going to burn incense all around the house. From back to front would be great. And you are going to get the space ready. Then you're going to take your bath and you're going to dress in white. You're going to cover yourself in white. This is for nine straight days, okay? Get yourself the Alan Kardec book. You're going to do the prayers, our father, the Holy Mary act of contrition, those prayers that follow, I think is the peace in the home. I also like, I think it's called the shipwrecked one or the naufrago in Spanish. Do not go through the prayers of beginning a, a misa or a session or anything for the mediums. We're not doing that. Maybe in a class or something, I'm going to go through what process and which exact prayers, but that's it. You're going to light the penny candle or the tea light candle or, or, or you could get a seven day candle and you are going to, okay, hold on. I'm just checking my nose. Here's the nine days. Ah, when you are doing this, he's like, oh yeah, sprinkle some of the holy water. Bling, 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 bling on top of the stuff. This is day one. 
bling, 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 you're going to do that. Maybe a little bit of the Florida water, bling, bling, bling. You can put some Florida water on yourself, although you're going to be smelling divine after that bath, so I doubt it. But I would also suggest, this he did not suggest, it's to keep a little notebook close by for any feelings, thoughts, anything, because you're going to probably sit there for a little bit. And every day you're going to do that routine. But day two, when you do day two, the only thing that you're going to do before you start the prayers, before you light that candle, you're going to put a book underneath the left side, then a book underneath that it's kind of like the same size to even it out. So you're lifting it. That is day two. Day three, you're going to go through the whole routine and you're going to add another book, another book, another notebook, another notebook. The whole point is to rise it from the ground up. Let me see. I just want to make sure that I didn't leave anything out. Okay, and break everything. On the ninth day, you're going to do the same thing. You're going to do the incense. You're going to do the whatever. And you are going to then move it from its spot to where the permanent spot is going to be. Because it is so little, you don't need a big space. But the space that you granted is its own. This is the place where you're going to talk to your folks. You don't need to do this entire procedure again for nine days. Like, do not put it on the floor again. Do not lift it up like that again. You could do another novena, which is nine days of this, but... That will come with time and what you need to do. But the prayers are important. Some days you, you know, later on might just want to do incense again. Some days you're going to want to light a cigar, a cigarette. You can give them rum, white flowers. You can never go wrong with that. You can begin talking to them. You can pray for what you need, you know, a new job, peace of mind, better health, you know, whatever it is. Who is represented here? Your ancestors by blood your spiritual court, and your guardian angel and God. This will vary by the people who are teaching you. So the one in the center, for some people, it is equivalent to God. For some people, it is equivalent to your guardian angel, which comes from God. The cups around it could be for relatives and for your spiritual court, which are your guides who are not related to you by blood. There's a lot more, but this was my start. The notes on the seven glasses. Some people start with nine glasses. Some people start with seven. I did start with seven, but I was told to go back to three. So I'm going to share the why, and I really like the reasoning. The reasoning is you don't know who is represented by which glass because you don't know what you have just yet. Some people put this, I don't know if I like the same, but I understand like the Eglons have to earn their glass. So that means you have to start connecting with them. They have to start manifesting with you when you know which glass is like, okay, this glass is for my gitana. Let's say you have a gypsy and this gitana showed up in whatever, through a misa, through an event, through a tambor, through something. They will start like, okay, one of those glasses need to be that. Then you know that that glass represents that gypsy of yours. You understand? As the reason why three, so that you can start with something that is visually there. Okay, and you can start that way as you are progressing 
your glasses will multiply. And maybe one at a time or two at a time or whatever it may be. But this is on your personal journey. Okay. This is why. Da, 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 da. Okay. I was, I'm going through my notes. I have to tell you, this is a true spiritual foundation. Tata Macho said, I don't understand how anybody would say that this is not, why are you not being taught this? I don't get it. This is foundational. This is something that especially if you were crowned Lukumi, this is a must. And I agree. I felt like a little fool. I'm not going to lie. I was like, I don't know. Because the first time I went through this, and I've spoken openly about this, I felt like an idiot. Nothing happened at that table. I felt like a fool. But I had not gone through what I had gone through, and I had not done this this way. It was more ritualistic. It was more there. So I added this here because I was in deep sorrow, deep sorrow, and my anger, my desperation was a lot at that time. And they, meaning, you know, Egons were more than willing to be there. And I strongly believe that they helped by absorbing some of my pain and by bringing me the help that I desperately needed. And at the appropriate time, because divine timing is important. So if you're looking to become whole again, and you're listening to this podcast because you are interested in the Odisha traditions, I strongly suggest this if you have never, never done a Bobeda before. If you have, and you have a godparent, or they can direct you to great espiritistas, maybe there's a way for you to re-strengthen your connection, maybe a nine-day, you know, a novena, you can try that, but there may be other things, so you already know where to go, go there, get the help that you need. Another note that I wrote here, you don't need everything to start, just start. Some of my items came later in the mail and Amazon, Etsy are your best friends if you don't have a botanica close by and like the kids show, try it, try it, you'll like it. <laughs> I don't know which show it was. Try it, try it, you'll like it. I really did enjoy this time around the whole Boveda situation and that connection to this, which is ancestrally yours, will begin to patch up, to aid, to put uh, the help, to give you a band-aid, to begin so that you can begin to catarize those wounds and start to seal your spiritual, emotional gaps. Another tool that I would like to implement and to bring upon you is gratitude. Oh my God, gratitude is going to be your BFF. Even the smallest thing, be grateful. A new day, you have a bed, and I, I'm going to tell you this story. I said I was going to be vulnerable. Well, here it is. When we separated my husband took everything. I only left with very little things, which were mostly 
my art supplies, paint stuff, because I took that out. And when I left, I literally ran. I ran. And he kept everything. He kept the bed. He kept bedroom set, the kitchen table, the other table. He kept the couches. He kept all the other chairs, indoor, outdoor, everything he kept. At some point, he did give me five chairs, which three were broken. It's just so great. But I am going to share this. Like I said, I'm going to be a little vulnerable. And at some point, I was sleeping on a sleeping bag on top of a cot. If you've ever been on a cot for camping, those things are hard. Let me tell you, my body was hurting, but I had a place to sleep. And I got to tell you, it sucks. And then I got myself a blow-up bed because a friend of mine found it on sale. And he's like, you got to get it because it's normally X amount of money. Go get it. Go get it now. And I went, I ran, I got it. So then I had a blow-up bed, which, by the way, was comfy until, you know, I had little peoples in the bed and little puppies in my bed. And from there, I moved on to a real bed. A real bed. I remember making a call and we had a party line and I was choking because I kept saying, I am so grateful that I have a real bed today, a real bed, like a real one, not sleeping because for a while I had my sleeping bag on the floor. Then the cot came up, so I'm elevated off the ground, but still hard and then to a bed. Now, I know that it is hard to be grateful because when you're in the crap hole, you don't want to be grateful because you're in pity party mode. I get it. I get it. And when you're hurting, yeah, gratitude is almost the last thing on your mind. There's sadness, there's despair, and you have to find at least one one single thing to be grateful for but just try it you will begin to spawn a positive energy your way it's not going to happen right away but you will I still don't understand the magic of it all but it works it just works this is where I ask folks this means you guys to try either an app Google Docs, um, I don't know, you put a date, I am grateful for, blah, blah. A journal, if you guys like to journal. If you have an analog planner, I use both. I use digital and analog. Put it in a little corner. Um, I usually now in the mornings put G, that's gratitude. Thank you for a new day. My arm doesn't feel so bad anymore from the COVID booster shot. That's one. Oh, I stretched yesterday for five minutes. Thank you for that. At least I have a body to stretch. Um, I rested really well. Oh, my bed. I am always grateful for my bed because I know what it is to go for months without one. So I, I'm going to tell you something. I believe it was Steve Harvey. And this week I've been all Steve Harveyed out, but I like him. And he said, you know, what if God gave you or, you know, a putt-putt car, 
right? Your car sucks. And it's, you have a cheap apartment that needs some or a lot of repairs. And you're like, yeah, you know, a new car would be nice. Oh, but my car sucks. It's like it's always breaking. And my apartment, oh my God, there's like roaches and this is broken and blah, blah, blah. And you're always complaining. There's a time that's going to come up for an upgrade, an upgrade of a car, an upgrade for an apartment. Maybe God just, you know, might just be a smidge disappointed and take a little bit longer (laughs) to provide you that upgrade. So a little ungrateful maybe. And the way that Steve Harvey put it, it's like, you know, if this person is always complaining, 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 shoot, I'm not going to move that fast to go help him. I'm sorry. There's always someone worse who's like, you know, I'm, I'm still grateful that I have another day and this person may not have a shoe to put a, his foot in. So who do you think God may help? The one who's always complaining or the one who's grateful? The one who's grateful may get a new pair of shoes and move on from there. So gratitude. We need to throw this positive message and energy out. Now, I know that it's hard. I know that it's hard, but I'm going to tell you what happened to me. My husband kept mostly everything, you know, a lot. I mean, everything. He kept what was important. By the time I I received some things, I already had to replenish because I had to live. Like I had no plates. I had no pots. I had nothing. I thank God I took out my instant pot. I like really thank God I took that out. But little by little, I got some things back, but not when I needed to start living. And I love eggums. And a particular eggum asked me this question when this eggum possessed their horse. And the question was, do you have everything that you need to live today? Think about it before you answer. And I thought about it. At that point, I was okay. And whatever I didn't have, I could get. And I said, well, um, I am going to be getting a bed, but I had a, a, you know, my sleeping, I still had something to rest my head. I had, I went to the Dollar Tree. I remember I got plates. I have a friend of mine who sent me some pots and a friend of mine gave me an air fryer. So little by little, I was getting some things to live, literally to stir food, stuff. And I said, yeah, I think I have everything that I need. And she said, then you're okay. There's always someone worse than you. And it made me feel kind of guilty because I was woe is me, but I was okay. Yes, he kept everything. I don't think that was nice, but eventually it took a few months, but at least I had a bed after a few months and I didn't have to sleep on the ground anymore. And I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. And that energy will spawn to other things. So there is always someone who's going to be worse off. I'm just, hold on, I'm looking at my notes because, oh my God, there were so many notes. This is the episode that just did not want to end. Every time I'm like, yeah, I think I'm good. Nope. So be grateful. When you are down, you're not going to want to be. 
if you're in the trenches now, I understand. But if you're breathing, thank you for air because you would die without it. You Can you drink water? Thank you for water. Do you have a bathroom? Some people don't have access to a bathroom. They have to go to stores and to a gym or somebody's house to take a shower and go poop. If you have that, be grateful. Be grateful. Show gratitude every single day. And that's a practice that now I am going to be like, yep. I let me see in today's I wrote another day feeling better body wise I told you because I took a COVID shot um I woke um let me see uh oh I woke up personally happy and on time I wrote that I really did I wrote that so these are things you can just start with little things but start from you emanating that energy into the universe so that the universe will replicate it to you. Now, continuing. A tool that I have is called books, books, books. My husband would tell me that books on self-care and self-motivation, that it's a waste of money because you should do this on your own. I think personally, they saved me. and They saved my soul. Self-help comedy, romance, whatever. They're book for something. If there's a if you're sad, there's a book on how to be happy. If you're broke, there's a book on making money. If you need to lose weight, there's a book about that. If you need better memory, there's a book about brains. If you want to start a business, there's a book on that. Go to the library. Get used bookstores. Go to Scribed. Scribed is a good, good source. And if you buy the yearly thing, it's going to be a lot cheaper and you have access to all kinds of books. Get Audible. Audible, I, this is how I consume a lot of books now. I don't really read a lot, but I do listen to the books. And in the library, they have access to audiobooks as well. Do that. Read, 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 read. Sometimes the books are free. Sometimes it is nominal. And I think I wrote somewhere that YouTube, YouTube sometimes has books. You can type the book and sometimes some folks will sit down to read the books and you can listen. So find a book for what you need. Even if it is the same information, the author may say it in a way or which a portion will finally click. And then you're reading the same book, but you're going to pick up different things. Or it will remind you of something that you need to do again, or something that you forgot to do last time that were really, you were really gone ho when you were listening to that book or reading that book. And you're like, crap, I forgot that. Yep. I need to do that. So you could do that. Um, there's a lot more information out there that is available to us now. And it is at your fingertips. You totally can. And in some areas, you can get donated books and you can do like take one, give one. I'm a fan of those. So I donate books whenever I can. Okay. I want to make sure. Okay. At the end, there is a particular book and I'm still trying to figure out which book it was. I think it's Rachel Hollis book where she, I think it's her who wrote in one of her books that you should do affirmations and record yourself doing them. So I am going to share with you. Very few people have heard this, 
but it was really where I was at. I think this was in 2020. This is when I recorded this. And I'm going to leave it to the end because, again, it's not for little ones, but I just want to let you know it's coming. Point. Self-care. Yep. I'm sure you've heard about it. I'm sure you're sick of it or you love it and you do it. I wasn't doing it. With the issue of the divorce, my decline began quickly. But with the addition of my excommunication and my two funerals from the egg bay, my hole just kept getting deeper and darker. And everyone was like, please, Yvonne, do self-care. And I'm like, like, what the hell? I'm lucky I got up this morning. I don't want to do no self-nothing. It's very hard when you're, you're feeling down and out. You don't want to do self-care. And here's the kicker. When you least want to do self-care is when you need it the most. So how to do it when you just don't think you can. You don't even feel that you are capable of. So I'm going to start from there because that's where I was. Start small. And I spoke about this recently as I was prepping for this episode. Take a shower. You're going to be like, ew, you didn't take a shower. Listen, for you judgmental people, I didn't want to get up. You're lucky I went to make you your dinner. I didn't want to. I did the robotic things that I needed to do. I didn't want to do it. I just wanted to wear a robe and just sweats and nope. I, I just couldn't. I was very sad. You know what I mean? Take a shower. If you can, upgrade to a bath. Yes. Sit there, listen to some music, whatever book you like, your favorite, you know, meme videos about the funny cats, whatever it is, you do that. Two, listen to a set of music that you really like. I don't care what it is. You like yodeling? Yodel away, baby. Do, do you like country? Hey, I like country. Some of it. Listen to it. We are not trying to push you to do what you would do on beast mode. Nope, well, that's not. We're just trying to get you up. Seriously, up. Three, wear some perfume or cologne. I didn't do it. My husband had a thing that he didn't want to smell perfume, so I never wore it. I would have to wear it outside the house, and by then I'd forgotten to do it, so I didn't. For you, wear perfume, wear cologne, something you like, something you have. Just wear it. You'll see. Number four, watch a movie that you like. Yes, if it's a movie that you've seen before, but you really like it, watch it. Harry Potter was it for me. I have some comedies that I love. Listen, I watched, I binged. Don't judge me. Dang it. <laughs> but there are other small wins, but I brought up those four. Start small, take a shower. That shower can help and do wonders. And I know you don't want to. Listen to music that you like. Wear some perfume, this is just small, and watch a movie. Watch a show. You don't even have to watch a whole movie. Watch a show. Important 
for you to drink water. It's easy to forget when you're in the middle of darkness, and I know that because I dehydrated very fast. So do eat something. I'm not even going to tell you to eat something healthy if you're in this dark place. Man, just eat something. I don't care what it is because I couldn't even do that. So eat something, and then we can upgrade to eating something healthy. But in the meantime, eat something. So a quick one, this only takes three seconds to a quick stretch. Remember, we're trying to get out from a pool of mud. You're treading in mud and you're sinking in it and you just can't get out. So these are just quick little jump starts to get you up. Now, what about your body? The hardest thing to do is the right thing when you don't want to do it. Also, one day out of nowhere, just jump up and do five jumping jacks. If you can, if you cannot move your legs, do them in your chair, stretch and watch a YouTube video on sitting down exercise on five minute stretches, walking exercise, something. This is an upgrade though, because I get it. So just one day, and don't think about it, just play it and do it. Because every time I thought about it, I found 100 reasons of why I am not going to do it. Just don't. You're going to shock yourself into it, but in a good way. So if you do a five minute walking video, there's this dude, I really like him. And he does like 10 minute walking videos. So I would, at one point I was doing them in my bathroom walking from side to side. Listen, I looked like a dork and I really didn't care because I felt good after that. And it was just like five to 10 minutes. So it was great. Hold on. Let me turn on this light so that I can see better. Okay. Write anything that you do down as a win. Remember that gratitude thing? You're going to write that down. I stretched. It sounds really pathetic. Normally you would be like a beast in the gym. So what? You stretched. I washed my hair because sometimes I would take a shower and I'm like, I wash my hair. I washed my hair. That's a win. I walked for two minutes. That's a win. When you need a win, you need a win. And you're grateful because guess what? You're living to write the tale and to tell the tale. So body movement has been proven to help with the brain function. It creates dopamine. It also lengthens your life in turn. So it's a twofer. It helps your body, helps your brain. I love it. So one for exercise, one for the mind and emotional well-being. So maybe triple fur. Is that, is that a word? Triple fur? Well, it is going to be there. Food. Yeah, I'm going to go there. You have to eat to live well. Don't live to eat badly. I'm going to, I wrote down here, Venezuelans have a staple of food, arepas all day, every day. No, not all day and every day, but every day, definitely. So we would eat a certain way. Arepas is um, cornmeal and you have to put um, salt, water, oil or butter. I prefer butter. You make it into a dough. You have to knead it until it has a certain consistency. You either boil it, bake it, fry it. There's many ways of doing it, but it's going to be very, very filling. This was a staple that Venezuelans had and they ate before working the fields. However, we don't work fields like that anymore. If we're eating like that, we're going to not be as healthy as we could because 
we don't need all that energy and we don't need all that stuff in our system when we're not burning it off. So understand what you're eating. Again, this is more of moving away from the simple self-care, but we're still there. We need to start eating a little healthier based on our movement. Another one, and I put a star next to this, go to the doctor, get a full physical. You might be deficient on this, that, get all your blood work, do it. I know you don't want to. I did not want to, but I had to. For me, as a mother, I had children. If it wasn't for me, it was for them. And then it became about me and then everybody else. You have to. Will it be easy? I wrote in big words, nope. Will you miss some days of doing self-care? Yep. But persistence is the key to improvement. Just do it again. You're going to miss it a day or two? Fine. Do it again. Create a habit of you loving on you. Your egons and orisha want you to be well so that you are in tip-top shape to go into your destiny. So all of this is to get you out so you can go to your destiny. Isn't that awesome? It's awesome for me. So I said that if you hung out with me, we were going to listen to something, and I'm about to play. I really do think it was a book by Rachel Hollis. Now I'm going to have to think. I don't know, but I think it was her. And I think it was a letter to yourself from the future, from a future self, from your successful self, from your healthy self, from your happy self. What would your happy self in the future tell you now? So normally a lot of people say, yes, listen to um, affirmations. I am blah, 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 right? Definitely do it. But it is more powerful if it is in your voice. So I remember I took myself on a date and I went to a restaurant and I sat down and I wrote this. I was quiet. I was listening to just, you know, whatever music. And I wrote down what I call to this day the letter to me. You're going to see the timeline because we are doing episode 93, and I'm talking about a 70-something episode back then. So this has been a while. I want you to know that this is very vulnerable. I added music, so if you can do it, great, but it is not necessary. And I wanted to share this with you. It is vulnerable, but this is what I heard every day and sometimes several times a day. Yeah. So, all right. Hopefully I have all my sounds together and I am going to play this. Remember this portion is not for the little ones so they can get their earphones on or you can put yours on um, because there are going to be some interesting language here. Here we go. You are worthy. You have always been worthy. You are beautiful. You have always been beautiful. Even with your hard eyes and flat butt, all of you carried 
three gorgeous boys to term. And all three are super healthy, and they have you to thank. When dad number one would leave you, you would find a way to love yourself a little bit more so that you'd be your best for that baby. Whenever you think you just can't, remember that you, by yourself, were able to support and provide for your little one. When he decided to have babies with others, you provided. You did that. When you felt weak, you learned martial arts and loved it. You became a sporty badass. And you take your kid to practice and exposed him to badassery from example alone. You decided to go back to school and got phenomenal grades even as you were working full time. When a life situation stormed, you cried, you screamed, and you pulled it together and served some justice. You learned different traditions and trusted your heart when choosing Orisha and what a great choice that was. Yes, you've made some not stellar choices, but you've learned from them and you continue to be open to learn. That by itself earns you the Badassery Life Wisdom Award. Fuck those who tell you that you are nothing because to Orisha, Egun's Ifa, and your children, you are a gem, a precious stone. You are worthy. When they tell you that you're a bitch and no one likes you, that is their business because there is a place for you. And remember, Olofi makes no mistake. When they tell you that you are nobody to be teaching anything, remember that even the Orishas had lessons to learn from others. Are we above Orisha to not be willing to learn? When they tell you that you were a nobody before you met them, remember that your Ori is sacred and made by God. No one has the right to shit on any of God's creations. When they tell you that you will be nothing in the religion without them, remember that you do have a crown on your head and your Orisha will have your back. Call on forward your inner relentless beast. Remember that you taught yourself how to knit, how to do WordPress, Facebook, Facebook ads, a podcast, which as of right now has 79 episodes and 101,900 downloads. What? Remember when you'd listen to yourself five times just to raise the download count from 20 to 25? Need more? You learned how to set up a business, how to set up a page. Yes, you got help, but help you chose to teach you. You are mega resourceful. That is just in your DN fucking A. Need more? You've lost weight. 
and did it on your own and look amazing. And you can now swim 300 or 400 yards at a time. Ridiculous? Yes, they are ridiculous for saying stupid things about you. What about your character? Girl, it is so rare to find someone who will say, Yeah, I'm fucking up in this area. I suck, but I'm going to get better. Let's research and then execute. You've done this from your smile, your tone, and on a deeper level, from your biases to huge points of view. You're able and willing to change your mind, and it's usually for the better. Go you. There will be times when you will feel lost. When you do, you don't need to dig that deep for some of your amazingness. God made you perfect. You're just perfecting it. You can always come here and remember to pack up on your irreverent persistence. listening to that when I didn't want to even get up from my bed. Yes, I added music. You don't have to add music, but I added the music and I just wanted to tell you, thank you for reaching the end of this episode. I am very interested to see what you are going to think, comment, say, about this episode. I've shared some very personal things, but I'm not finished with wholeness again. I'm not. But these are some things that anybody can get started with today. So I am very, very grateful to you all for hanging out with me with this extra special episode. Remember, this episode was brought to you by your virtual ELE. All you have to do is go to RishaWisdom.com forward slash Yvonne and listen, take advantage of it because it's going to be very awesome. We're looking for 27 founding members and it's only 27 a month now. Go there now before it gets bigger and that price goes up, but it's going to be fun. We're going to have community. We're going to have a lot of things there. I also wanted to say that for you to go to this episode, go to orishawisdom.com forward slash 93. I have to update some of the episodes in the past. Um, We were just having some page issues, but I will be getting to that soon. If you have found value in the content that I create, check out my Patreon page by going to patreon.com forward slash Yvonne underscore reborn. You're going to have access to all of these podcasts way before they are published and a lot of other perks as exclusive content and other things. I think we had a raffle there. Maybe it's time for another one. Just saying. Hmm. So check it out. 
only, of course, if you can. Now, for those of you who love this content on YouTube, if you like this episode, and of course, if it was helpful for you, anything that resonated, share this podcast so that somebody else will be able to get something out of it as well. And I am making this announcement to you all now. I am working hard to create more content on YouTube and I am adding more shorts, more stories and soon to come go to the channel and check out the community tab because that is where we are going to have a lot of chats. We're going to have polls. We're going to have discussions, maybe videos. I don't know what else is going to be there. You can ask your questions. What is it that you want? But in order to make that happen, I am asking if you have not done so already, I would be so appreciative if you would subscribe to our YouTube channel. Right now, I believe we are at 605 subscribers and I have a goal of 1000 subscribers. To me, that would mean the world. I look forward to reaching out to you here as well as there, because there it seems to have a whole set of community things that we can do. So a big thank you to those of you who have commented on anything that I have put out in YouTube in the past. Believe it or not, I've recently been taught how to respond to them. So I'm starting to respond to comments now. And this, like I said, is opening like a brand new world for me. And I am looking forward to your comments to continue the conversation. And I'm grateful to those who are already commenting and who are already subscribers. I appreciate you. So Stay tuned for the next couple of episodes where we are going to talk about other topics. I don't want to say which ones because I don't know which one is coming first or second. But until next time, may the elevated ancestors and all Orisha bless you immensely. Odabo. Thank you for listening to the Orisha Wisdom Podcast. Be sure to check out the show notes at orishawisdom.com forward slash podcast. Can't get enough of Orisha Wisdom? Check us out at orishawisdom.com and subscribe to our community. Remember, the wisdom of Egun, Orisha, and Ifa is all around us. Be blessed and until next time.